Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Irked Music Geek, the podcast. This is the audio version of the website irkedmusicgeek.com, which is a platform where you can find new music, get reviews of new music, find out what concerts and festivals are happening, all of that good stuff. If this is your first time listening, welcome. So glad you made the decision to finally tap in and join the fun Um, I will explain what this is, how this works, and why I am irked in a second. But first, let me shout out to my subscribers, my blog readers, my social media engagers, however it is that you have been rocking with Irked Music Geek, no matter how long it's been or how short it's been. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please bear with me. I'm going to catch up the new listeners as quickly as possible so that we can get into some new music, which is why you are all here. So again, for my new people, like I said, welcome. Thank you for deciding to uh, finally click play. Um, This, like I said, is the audio experience of the blog, irkmusicgeek.com, but this focuses more on new music. Um, I pick music that was released on New Music Friday. Usually it's about four songs for every episode. Um... I will play a little bit of the song, usually around two minutes, um, just enough so that you can hear what I'll be basing my opinion off of. But don't worry if you were interested in hearing the entire song, just go to the website. Again, it's irkedmusicgeek.com. Click on the menu, go to the podcast episodes page, and there you will find all the episodes. When you click on whatever episode you're looking for, you will find the full-length version of every song that was featured on that particular episode. So that is there, but this is not the radio, so I ain't got time. Y'all ain't got time for me to be playing the entire song. I'll just play enough of it, and then I'll tell you what I think about it. It's a very easy, very simple podcast to follow along with. This is not one of those podcasts that's going to hold you all day. There are plenty of those to keep you occupied. We're just going to come in, tell you about some new music that dropped. I'll go into depth reviewing about four of the new music um, that dropped. And then I'll tell you what I think. And then we'll come back and do the same shit again next week. Like I said, very easy, very simple to follow along. Um, A lot of people ask, why am I irked? And what that is about, um, aside from my thoughts and feelings about 95% of the things that are happening on this planet called Earth, as it pertains to music, I have always, as long as I've been a music lover, which is before I honestly can even remember, I have always been interested in reading reviews and other people's opinions about the music. And so I used to collect the source, double XL, vibe, all of those magazines that would have music review. Um, or, you know, if I couldn't buy it, I would look at it in the store and just flip straight to the back. And I would just always be curious just to see if people felt the same way I did about a particular artist or album. And as I've gotten older, I've still been interested in hearing other people's opinions, reading them. And now that we are in this internet digital age, that has transformed into reviews online, websites, blogs, those types of things. And I've continued to follow them. Um, But I feel like now, and I don't know if it's because I'm more older, more aware, but the more that I read them, the less authentic a lot of them seem to be. Um, 
you just go to some of these websites and one, they're constantly talking about these same artists and they're only talking about them or their music in a favorable way as if they have never released a bad song. And everybody knows that's just unrealistic. Even the artists themselves will tell you they have things in their discography that they aren't really fans of themselves. But you go to some of these websites and to me, it just feels very obvious and very clear that either these labels are paying for these opinions um, or these websites want to be in relationship and want to be in the good graces of these labels and the artists and they let that influence how they talk about the music. Um, You know, the music industry is a very, you scratch my back, I scratch yours type of thing. And so I think a a lot, I'm not going to say all, but I think a lot of these Uh, review platforms are afraid to be honest about what some of this music sounds like because they don't want it to come back in their face like say for example Drake drops a song and they say this song don't really sound too good Drake may may have missed the mark on this one and then when Drake's about to drop an album he's doing his promo runs doing interviews they're going to reach out to want to do an interview and Drake's team is going to be like, uh, nope, you called hotline bling trash. So we don't fuck with you. I truly do believe stuff like that in the industry happens. And I think some of these platform platforms are allowing that to influence how they talk about the music to the point where they cannot give honest opinions about what the music sounds like. And that irks the shit out of me to me as someone that loves music that reads reviews, regularly it comes off as obvious um painfully obvious that that is what's happening in a lot of cases and so that is what prompted me to start earth music geek is to just have a platform that is about honest authentic reviews that is uninfluenced by the industry because i don't care about any of the industry games you if i you know come across being able to interview an artist that I truly, truly fucks with in an organic way, that's great, but that's not going to influence how I talk and discuss the music. If it's an artist that I really love, that I really fuck with, if they come out with something that I don't like or that don't really sound too good, it's okay to call a spade a spade, and that's what I am here to do. I understand music is subjective, and so everyone isn't going to feel the same way about a particular album or song or artist, but There is a lot of music out here nowadays that is just straight garbage. And it's okay to say that. And that is what Irked Music Geek will do. So that is the blog. This is the podcast. And that is why I am irked. So let's go ahead and get into the episode for today. Happy Music Monday. Hope you all had an amazing, amazing weekend. We are in full with the third quarter now. It has kicked off officially. Um, And so I like to begin telling you guys what new music has dropped as far as some albums and some singles. Before we get into that, um, only announcement that I can think of this week is we got a, a versus battle announced and coming up that has been set for August the 3rd at nine o'clock um, Eastern Standard Time. And that is a Tuesday. So if you have a job that you have to go to and go in person, good luck with watching that entire battle. But it is going to be Dipset versus The Locks. And I know the entire city, the entire state of New York went crazy bandanas and bodegas probably sold out everywhere at this point but it should be 
a good battle to watch um between the two crews it should just be interesting just the personalities between jada between jim it cameron oh my god this is going to be fucking insane it just kind of really set in to me just now as i was laying it all out but that should be a good battle to watch watch it's going to be at madison square garden which again even more uh i don't know if historic is the word but just legendary i think it's just so appropriate um and again i hope the uh first responders in new york are ready because the city is going to be on fire that day so that has been said and so of course after that happens on august the 3rd we'll be here to discuss the highlights and things um, that happened during that battle. So that is the only announcement. Um, let's get into the new music that dropped on Friday. For it to be the third quarter, we are in July. We are in summer. It was decent. It, you know, I think I was expecting a little bit more would have dropped, but what we got was was pretty cool. I wasn't mad. Um, some of the singles we got, we got a new one from Tink. Song is called Selfish, featuring Young Blue. New one from Mahalia called Whenever You're Ready. Uh, Triple Red, Triple, Trippy Red released a new one called Holy Smokes featuring Lil Uzi Vert. And Trippy Red is one of those artists that I just kind of finally decided to listen to and wasn't mad at what I heard. That song I wasn't really too keen on, but he has some stuff, especially his last, I think last two albums maybe that were pretty, pretty good surprisingly good to me but that new song is out eric bellinger released a new one called only fan logic is continuing his weekly releases since quote unquote coming out of retirement this new one is called my way we had two new singles from alicia cara one called shapeshifter and another called sweet dream my preference of the two was the sweet dream track ruby rose female rapper released a new one called poke that is out um Shakira as in her hips don't lie released a new one called don't wait up I did a write-up of this song on the blog on Friday so you can go and read my full review uh in short I'll just say it did sound like a different slightly different sound it didn't have that Latin feel wasn't too poppy it was kind of more like an electro I don't want to say EDM but it was probably on the lower end of the EDM spectrum, um, that production, what it sounded like, but it sounded good and it's Shakira. So I think the song will probably do pretty well, but I also did a write-up of a new one from Big 30 artist out of Memphis that is signed to Moneybag Yo. He's been releasing some music, um, a lot over the last, I would say six months. He has one that's kind of making some waves with Gucci called shit crazy. This is a solo track. Um, new one is called Mr. But you can go and read my full review on that as well on the website. We also got a new one from Tanache who has been releasing some music, a lot of music. It's probably her third single over the last two months. Um, this one is called Esther. I kind of wish after she had just released that song Bouncing last week, that was really good. The video dropped. It was kind of going viral because of the choreo and she's always been able to do the performance and dance thing. And so I think people were noticing and realizing that the song actually was a pretty good song. So I kind of wish that she had held off on this release because this single isn't really, really doing what the first two that Pasadena track and bouncing are doing. And so I think 
she should have let those two sit and marinate for a minute in the market before releasing anything else. So hopefully this will pause the releases. She can work those two initial singles and then prepare for her album release. She did just announce she's going on tour. It's called the 333 Tour. So I think that may be the title of the album. Don't know when that is coming, but she's got some good stuff leading up too. So I'm looking forward to hearing what that whole project will sound like. We also got a new single from Sid, personal fave of mine. Um, she released a new one called Fast Cars, a little more up-tempo, a little, a little more up-tempo than what um, we're used to hearing from Sid, but it was, it was cool. I didn't love it, love it like I usually do with her releases, but I do need to listen to it a couple of more times, but that is out. We also got a new one from Russ, who again releases a new single every Friday. This new one is called Cheers. Then we also got new music from uh, Money Man called LLC. And then BJ the Chicago Kid has been releasing a lot of new singles over the past few weeks. And the newest was called... Uh, and of course, I just lost it. Um, it featured Lucky Day. I recall that. And it was okay. It was called Make You Feel Good uh, featuring Lucky Day. It was all right. Um, I think I was expecting a little bit more just given the track record of the, for the two. But it, it was decent. So that is out. Um, that was pretty much the bulk of the single releases we got. We didn't get as many albums as we did singles, which tells you that there weren't a lot of album releases. But what we did get, we got a new one from Blast featuring Bino Rido called Six Tape 2. Um, had not had a chance to get into that, but what I have heard from Blast, I fucks with. So I do plan on getting to into that at some point this week and will likely do a write-up um, from one of the songs off of that. But that is out. Bare Naked Ladies released a new one called Detour de Force. We had new music from John Mayer called Sob Rock. I will be picking a song from that for the episode. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. We also got a new one from OMB Bloodbath called Blood Sample. New one from Darku called Two in One. I think that one might be an EP. There were only seven tracks on that. Um, and then we had a new one from Willow Smith as well as Pop Smoke, both of which I will be picking for the episode today so we'll talk a little bit more about those when we get there and I think that may have been some of the bigger bigger album releases that we got like I said it wasn't a whole lot so let's go ahead and get into the songs that we're going to do for today's episode we're going to start off with new music from Normani called Wild Side featuring Cardi B let me play it and then I can tell you what I think about it Sweet baby, like it when you bite it. We can't just keep talking about it. 
We think too often about it We can't just be cautious about it I wanna get wild Take me for a ride, boy Show me you outside, boy Know it's been a while, boy I wanna get wild I wanna drive you crazy, crazy. Pull up inside me, baby Fucking it up like oopsie daisy Ain't no way that shit like you lazy I need you to roll up in that shit like you skating Baby, ain't no hold up, I'm that shit I hate waiting do, 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 do. Shoot your shot, I'm impatient This type shit have you violent Last minute trips to the islands Trip, trip, trip when you're sliding Dip, 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 baby, ride it Don't hesitate when you In it cause you know I like it Making up a cake for you Sweet, baby, like it when you bite it You can't just keep talking about it we think too often about it We can't just be cautious about it I wanna get wild Take me for a ride, boy Show me you outside, boy Know it's been a while, boy I wanna get wild Oh yeah, you know you're right on time Baby, bring it to me how I like Know I need it more than just one time Two times, a few times You know that I need it from me, baby, right? Watch, bust me down mm. On the kitchen floor, right on that towel It's my dick and I want it now Ow. Tell me how you want it Put me on my back, on my stomach Baby, let me blow it like a trumpet I could do it all I could probably suck a watermelon through a straw Believe me, every other day New wig, new hair Come take me out this mood glare I'll be waiting on you with some Well, alrighty then Hopefully you paid attention to that explicit tag on this episode and your children ain't listening to this because okay cardi um so this song was announced on i think like thursday and the cover art was beautiful and just the fact that it was normani and cardi of course brought buzz brought attention brought hype and i for one did not want to have any expectations because a lot of times when we get these collabs from these big names like this and collabs sort of like dream collabs sometimes they fall flat a lot of times they fall flat and so I didn't want to have any expectations I took note and said okay let's hear what they're going to give us and so Friday when it dropped pressed play I immediately could hear that one in a million Aaliyah sample um but I instantly I instantly liked it um almost immediately as soon as Normani started singing this to me is an example of using a sample properly you could tell where it came from, but it wasn't so, it wasn't oversaturating the record to the point where it sounds like the exact version of the original song. It truly was a sample that they used and they used that along with other production tools to make it sound like her own song, which I really like, which I really appreciate. I did take note of the production because I did, I, I liked it. And so I said, Ooh, let me see who did this. There are like seven producers listed on this song, including Normani, Stara, who writes for so many artists, is also a co-producer on that. Writing credit had just about as many 
names on there as well, including Partisan Fontaine. And so, yeah, that was a lot. But, you know, Normani is that it girl. I think she is, I hate to say this, but almost like the second. She's going to be her generation's Beyonce. And so they're spending the money. They they have the budget for her. And that is evident with this release. Um, I love the song. I have been waiting and wanting for Normani to get fully into just her bad bitch shit um you could tell from the time that she was in fifth harmony i watched that season of well i can't even think of the name of that damn show that she was on but i watched that season and you could tell her star power from the beginning when she was in that group she was that girl and so i've been waiting for waiting for her to go solo she did that but a lot of her solo music was still kind of giving fifth harmony vibes as far as the pg-13 type of image the content um and i've been waiting for her to kind of just get out of that she's a grown woman she's like 25 and so you know i know she do grown women things and the single that she initially released motivation i think at this point it came out in 2019 it feels like it was so long ago but that was cute but it was still kind of given clean you know it was still given that and so with this this is a clear clear her going to the other side this is definitely rated r she is talking that shit um it ain't a whole lot of innuendo in there it's kind of some just direct things that she's saying that she's getting off and i i love it i love it for her and it sounds good it doesn't just sound like her you know sometimes we get especially when it comes to like those former disney stars we get this clear and obvious attempt to ditch the good girl image and go bad and it comes off as inauthentic but that did not happen with normani this feels right it feels like this is what's supposed to be happening when it's supposed to be happening and so i think the timing i probably would have wanted it to happen sooner but the timing probably is is perfect for her um then we get some of cardi's verse i couldn't play the entire thing because it was getting a little long but love this flow for cardi a little more slowed and toned down and i think that allowed for her enunciation to happen it allowed for the delivery to come off a little better, a little clearer. Sometimes with Cardi, it just seems like she's struggling to pronounce the words and the speed that the beat requires. But with this, she was able to get a little slower. And I think that flow style for her is good. And I hope it's one that she uh, comes back to as she prepares for her own project that should be coming up soon. Um, the video is equally as great. It maybe even makes the song uh, even better than it already was. Um, from the direction of the video, the way it was put together, there's this scene where Normani is dancing in front of these mirrors and it's like a side by side really her dancing her doing the same routine with herself but it was just so dope how it was put together um the dancing shout out to Sean Bankhead on the choreography the wardrobe he took kind of some nods from Aaliyah's videos and paid homage and did it in such a great way um if you haven't seen the video I would highly suggest going to watch it um but yeah Normani is it we've known that for a while now but I think she is making it clear that she knows and she wants you all to know that she is 
that bitch um there is no information on an album but this is clearly the initial single to something that is coming i think it's going to do very well i don't know if there's a tiktok video to go along with it yet but i'm sure it's coming i don't know if the black black dancers on tiktok are still on strike but god let's hope hope not and these folks come up with something looking ridiculous but the song is going to do very well it's going to do numbers and i think this is a beautiful way to roll out her um what would be her first solo album we've been waiting for her to drop an album that has not happened and so i think this is a great kickoff and i hope this is the style and vibe that she's going with for the entire project so i love that song that is wild side normani featuring cardi b all right next up let's get into some new music from willow smith like i mentioned she just released her new album I Feel Everything. The song I'm going to pick from that is called Come Home and it features Isla Tesler Mob, Mabe. Um, let's get into it and I can tell you what I'm feeling about the song as well as the entire album. to cut that off where i did because that feature was about to really get in her bag but don't forget you can just go to the website to get that full version um because like i said we can't be here all day i got stuff to do and y'all got stuff to do um but yes new willow smith from her new album i feel everything she released two dope singles there was the first one transparency soul featuring 
or Transparent Soul featuring Travis Barker. And then she really released Lipstick a couple weeks ago, which I did do a write-up of on the blog. And so I was a little excited to hear this album just because it was clear that she was uh, fully into the pop, the pop, the rock um, punk vibe fully in fully in that bag and it sounded from those two singles very natural and so I was excited to hear what a whole project of that would sound like from Willow and after hearing it it sounds like she should have been doing this the whole time all along from the beginning it just feels so natural to um who she is as an artist um and it could be you know her mom Jada was in a a rock group herself and so I think it just is fitting for her she sounds good the entire project sounds dope it is I want to say amazing honestly it's 11 tracks on it it's 26 minutes so it's not too long um and I think that even if you are not really a big fan of that type of genre it's still worth listening it's an easy listen and again it's only 26 minutes so it's not gonna hold you for a long time and so I think that if you hear it you'd be surprised at what you hear and that you might actually like what you hear it's given that a lot of it is given very emo um rock uh but I like it and it's you can still hear her vocals in it as you can hear on this song she still sounds good vocally she can actually sing she has a nice voice And so you get that along with the emo vibes. And I think to me, when you put those two together, it just, it it just sounds right. Um, The features on it were perfect. There weren't a whole lot. Travis Barker was on two more tracks. It's also a track called Grow featuring Avril Lavigne. And there were pictures of them. I think maybe they were filming a video or there were two of them. They were two of them were together. And so people were getting hyped because we all know Avril and her influence in the music. And so the two together just seemed like it would produce a dope collab, which it did. It wasn't my favorite. I think I was um, my expectations were a little too high for that track, but it is, it's a good song. Um, yeah, I actually saved this album after listening, saved it to my faves. It's one that I will go back, listen to and replay this particular song. I really, really like, really enjoy. And she has a couple, a few more, honestly, on that, that give me that same feel. And so it's a very good album. I think it will be reviewed and received very well. And I think Miss Willow has found the sound for her. So that is Come Home, Willow Smith featuring Isla Tesler Mob from her new album, Lately I Feel Everything. All right, next up, we're going to go to this new album from John Mayer, who is back. He is back with his new project called Sob Rock. And the song I'm going to pick from that is called Carry Me Away. Let's get into it and I can tell you how I'm feeling about it all. I'm such a bore, I'm such a bummer, there must be more behind the summer. I want someone to make some trouble, been way too safe inside my bubble. Take me out and keep me up all night Let me live on the wilder side of the light Carry me away Carry me away Carry me away 
from John Mayer. This new album um, is the first release since his last album dropped in 2017, which is about his usual track record or timing for his releases. So it was right on time. His fans were about to start itching for new music. He had dropped maybe two singles, I think, for this particular album. The album itself, Sob Rock, has 10 songs on it, and the title made so much sense after hearing the project. I mean, it's John Mayer. His music is usually going to give you the feels. Um, and that's what this album album did. And I, I enjoyed my listening session um, going through it. There were a few songs that definitely stood out to me. This was one of them, although this song apparently had been released like a year ago. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if the album was probably supposed to drop last year. And then, of course, Pandemic. And so uh, they waited and changed plans. And then this is supposed to be the newer version for the album. And so I'm not, didn't really sound too much different than the first version, but I think I may have missed it when it initially dropped. But the album it sounds like John staying true to his sound. Um, it definitely feels like a John Mayer album. Easy listen the whole way through. It's giving good road trip music, um, you know, summer road trip. Hopefully you can get a convertible drop top situation. Um, but it just sounds like good John Mayer music. It's got this type of vibe, a little more up-tempo, and then you've got some of the slower, sappy, um, sobby type of songs. Um, so yeah, I think John Mayer fans would be happy um, with his return and pleased with what came um, on this album, what this album was giving. And I think this is one of those that I'll be going back and listening to for for a few weeks just to fully fully get into it um because with John Mayer's music of course you can hear what you hear on the first listen but you kind of got to really sit with it and get into it and so that's what I plan to do but from what I've heard off the initial listen I'm really enjoying it and so that is Carry Me Away John Mayer from his new album Sob Rock all right so for the last song that we're going to do today like I mentioned, the new album from Pop Smoke, posthumous release. The album is called Faith, and the track I'm going to pick off of that is called Manslaughter, and it features Rick Ross and The Dream. Let's get into it, and then we can discuss. So how can I be anything I want to be if I die? It's gonna be a manslaughter or a homicide If you fucking with me or on a smoke It's gonna be a manslaughter or a homicide If you fucking with me 
islands I can kill with just a text Not many barbers put a razor to my neck So many fathers razors all this in the jacks So when it come to ops, murder I expect Pop smoke, gunshot, focused on one spot White glove, dice game, Brook Chamberlain on the block The rain man, my stocks is one to watch Carry a casket, a nigga carry some shots Bum the plot, niggas in drop tops I deserve to shine, labels turn to shrines Still keeping it real, every word in line Can I freeze the watch, you niggas burning It's gonna be a mislaughter, niggas Oh, I'm a son R.I.P. to the real If you fucking with me It's gonna be a mislaughter Oh, I'm a son If you fucking with me Oh, on the mind Four door hitters in the back Big body and it's tinted black Politic and we ain't into that Smoking ops to the clip and 40 carries on my wrist, damn Me dragging to lift them me dragging to lift them Four door hitters in the back Big body and it's tinted black Politic and we ain't into that Smoking ops to the clip and 40 carries on my wrist Damn, me dragging to lift them Me dragging to lift them This be a manslaughter Oh, I'm a son If you fucking with me Oh, on the minds This gonna be a manslaughter if you fucking with me, oh, on the mind. To my niggas, make sure your debts is paid. To my children, make sure your All right, let's talk about it. Um, so yes, new pop smoke posthumous album. Technically speaking, this is the second posthumous album, but I wouldn't really consider that first album, Shoot for the Stars, aim for the uh, moon to be posthumous just because it was pretty much wrapped up. It was pretty much done. He was about to be in rollout mode when he was murdered unexpectedly. And so that's why I don't really consider that to be posthumous in the sense of the definition of the word. Um, but yeah, so this album was announced maybe a few weeks ago and immediately I was leery when I heard that it was coming just because I have said and said, if you've heard an episode of this or just heard me talk about or read about my thoughts and feelings on posthumous albums, I just, I've never been a fan of them just from the time that they were doing it with Biggie stuff to Tupac stuff. I always just felt one, it felt like a money grab and two, the creativity wise, as far as from the standpoint of the artist, are they happy with what they, this verse, are they happy with the production? Are they happy with how this was put together? We don't have their input, which is the most important input from the artists themselves. And so just how, how true of a representation of this artist's work is this? So there was always that question. And then me being a concert lover, I don't want to hear an album that I cannot also see perform live if I would like to. And so there's that element. So I've just never been a fan of posthumous albums lately because we've been getting these unexpected rapper deaths. It's kind of hard to avoid. And so I've been used, I used to wouldn't click play at all on a posthumous song. I wouldn't even give it a chance, but lately I've been trying them just seeing what's been put out 
And um, I will say that my thoughts and feelings about them have not changed at all. And this album may even make my stance on them even even stronger. Um, but I was going to go into listening to the album just because of how well the first one was was done and put together. And so I said, let me give this a try. Went into listening. The beginning of the album actually didn't start off bad. It sounded pretty good. Um and then it's somewhere around the middle. First of all, there's 20 songs. There's a lot of songs on it. Um, there are a lot of features. Out of those 20 songs, there are only five songs that are solo pop smoke. Um, even looking at the track listing, I had to ask myself, is this a pop smoke album or a DJ Khaled album? Like, what is going on? And then I've just, over the weekend heard things because I was not the biggest Pop Smoke fan. I didn't really follow him. I enjoyed that last album, but that was probably most of his music that I had enjoyed from what I had heard. I was not a fan of that. The big single, the drill drill sound is not really my thing. But um, so of course I didn't really know too many intimate details about Pop Smoke, but I just recently learned apparently that he didn't like doing a lot of features with people and so to hear that and to see this album and the way that it was put together again my stance on posthumous albums remained the same um so yes that was an issue to me there were a lot of features a lot of songs um not enough just pop smoke which to me says that there wasn't a lot left in the vault and so you all had to scrape and put together and arrange things in a way to make a cool a complete and full full album um but again the album started off good but then about halfway down a lot of it just felt kind of thrown together it felt like uh unfinished verses and filler verses it just felt like a lot of that even with the features some of the features on the album asking myself would pop smoke have wanted these features on here before i even knew about um, his position on features and why he felt that way. But some of the features initially seeing 42 Doug on the track list, I'm like, this nigga's new. Did Pop Smoke know who 42 Doug was? Like Lil TJ, did he know who these people are? Would he have wanted to feature with these artists? It's things like that. Um, even the production, we know what his sound sounded like. We have Neptune's production on here to me that I was not, there were a couple of them. Some of them were, one of them was okay. One of them I was not a fan of at all. And again, I had to ask myself, would the artist have sanctioned this if they were here? Um, yeah, it just, I don't know. To me, it just seems like the producers that he worked with when he was here, that he probably would have worked with, they, um, yeah, they didn't really seem to be included in this. Their input wasn't, didn't seem to be sought out for this project, which is to me what you should have done. Even one of the producers that is on the album came out and was like, he wasn't happy about it. He didn't feel like it represented Pop Smoke and what he would have wanted. He um, was on one of the songs as a producer, but apparently according to him, it was done that way, but then other producers were then added and essentially the song was pretty much changed from what he initially did which again begs the question, would the artists have sanctioned that if they were here? Um, 
So the way this was put together to me definitely feels like a money grab attempt by the label. I don't know if families get any portion of this money, but a lot of this feels like let's try to recoup what we spent on this man before this investment unexpectedly went away. Um, That's honestly what it feels like. Um, And then just even listening to some of the content, it's a little sensitive given um, his cause of death, how he died. This song is called Manslaughter, um, and it's actually my favorite song. It's probably the only song on the album that I really, really enjoyed and really liked. Um, But, you know, you can't ignore the fact that he's singing about manslaughter and homicide, given the way that he he died. Um, And then I also found out that this particular song came out um, some time ago. It was a different version that featured two of, I guess, his clique members. Um, you know, he would, I guess his clique is called The Woo, but the song was called Manslaughter, and it featured Dread Woo and Daffy Woo, which you don't see any of those two. You didn't hear any of those two on this version. So they took Pop Smoke's portion of the song, which was very short, as you heard. It sounds like they just looped his six lines so that it sounded like a full verse, but it's really not, and added Rick Ross and The Dream, making it a more watered-down, radio, album-friendly version. But it also begs the question would the artist have sanctioned this? Um, And so that to me is a little strange. It's a little weird. I didn't find that out until I was preparing for this episode that that song existed. And I don't know, it just puts a weird taste in your mouth just hearing that. Um, And I think just seeing what I saw online, the general consensus from the public seems to be let this man rest. Like seriously, let him rest. These labels We know how they feel um, about these artists as far as looking at them as money, as numbers, and to continue to do that even after the person has died. And and a lot of the times in the way that the person died, it just feels real gross. It feels icky and I don't don't like it. Um, I've always, like I said, felt that way about posthumous albums. But when we're in this streaming space, things just already get a little funny and to me, this example, this is an example of how funny this shit is looking. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I truly hope his family, um, reaps the benefits of whatever this album brings in, but something tells me they will be probably number five on the list of people that get paid out for this project. Just, and I hope these features did this shit for free because yeah, it just feels nasty to me, honestly. Um, let this man rest in peace. R.I.P. The P is not for fucking posthumous album releases. Let him truly rest in peace. Um, because honestly, we don't know from his creative and artistic standpoint what he would have liked, what he have wanted. And even he could have evolved as an artist from the time of that first album to now or since he even did these verses. It's just, it's just begs a lot of questions that we don't have answers to. And so for that reason, I'm still not a fan of posthumous releases, but I do enjoy this song and I'm not going to lie and act like I didn't put it on my fave and haven't been listening to it all weekend, but you know, it's out there for me to receive and I receive it and hopefully my spins and streams will go to the people that deserve it the most. But that is new music from Pop Smoke. That song is called Manslaughter. I guess version two is what we'll call that. Featuring Rick Ross in the dream from his new album, 
faith. And with that, that is a good place to wrap up today's episode. Um, thank you. If this was your first time listening. Thank you for listening. Hopefully it was given everything that you thought it would give and more. If not, try again next week. It might be given um, something a little different. Again, thank you to my subscribers, blog readers, social media engagers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, please be sure to check the website, irkmusicgeek.com throughout the weeks. Like I said, I will be doing write-ups of some of the singles and songs um, that I did not talk about on today's episode. And also we'll try to catch any random drops that we may get throughout the week. Um, some of the, the albums that I'm thinking that are coming in the next couple of weeks uh, that stood out to me are Leon Bridges, a new album from him. This will be his third album. And after his sophomore release, I am sure as many other people are expecting a little bit more this time around. So I'm looking forward to hearing that. Billie Eilish should be coming in a couple of weeks, as well as Isaiah Rashad of TDE. And I think next week we get Dave East and a Harry Fry project. So we should be getting some interesting releases in the next coming weeks um, as we are now in this third quarter. Please be sure to follow, connect with us on social media. Irk Music Geek is on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, um, Facebook, all under the handle at Irked Music Geek. Um, be sure again to check the blog throughout the week. Um, but I think that is all that I have for you guys. Uh, hopefully there'll be a lot to talk about next week. Um, but you all have an amazing, a blessed, productive, and safe week. And I will holla at you all next episode. Peace. <laughs>